Hi guys, have you ever been struggling with your YouTube? Maybe you wanted to start your YouTube channel or maybe you started already, but you didn't move anywhere. Maybe you don't have views, maybe you don't have a subscribers, maybe you don't have people clicking on your links, which means no business for you. With me today, I have a Yasin and he's my YouTube video editor for past two months and we have achieved some great results and I'm happy with his services and that is the reason why I have invited him for this podcast. So thank you very much Yasin for coming. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for the invitation. Good to be here on the screen and not behind the screen editing, right? <laughs> yes, you are always just watching other people to be uh, editing from the other side, right? So how is it to be on the camera? Because I know you are also sometimes on the camera on your social media. So how does it feel to be on the podcast? Yeah, it feels good. Super excited to be on your channel and to share some tips hopefully with your audience to help them grow on YouTube. Okay, amazing, thank you very much. And also, uh, so can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, like, because you are very young, so when is it you decided to focus on YouTube? What is your background? Maybe if you want to share how old are you and where are you based actually? Definitely, yeah, so I am originally from a country in North Africa called Morocco. After high school, I decided to travel to South Africa for two years, and that's where I actually started learning editing. So when I started learning editing, it was mainly for me to have a side hustle to make money on the side to be able to buy stuff, you know. Once I was done with South Africa, I decided to come to Japan uh, for university since going for education is usually the easiest way to get into a certain country. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's, let's do university in Japan and at the same time still grow my business. So originally I started with editing videos different videos for companies in different niches for YouTube, for Instagram, for all of those things. But I later on focused and specialized on YouTube. After two years of video editing, I decided to specialize on YouTube. And now it's been two years um, since I've been running my YouTube agency um, and helping people grow on YouTube and get clients through YouTube. And so why is uh, that you decided to, instead of being doing video editing for random edits for anybody to just focus on YouTube. So what, what was the main reason uh, of the of the of that kind of strategy or this niche? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the main reason was demand uh, working with people from different niches. I was able to see demand and how it changes from a niche to another. And I just saw that there is a high demand for people uh, who want to grow their YouTube channels specifically to get clients through YouTube. So I decided to go full-time on YouTube and just shift my whole focus on YouTube um, instead of being work or instead of working um, on different niches basically. So it was purely demand and that there's money to be made. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, okay, thank you very much for sharing that. Also, I have watched many, many videos obviously on YouTube about YouTube and um, so one of the things some people were saying like uh, is the YouTube already oversaturated is there already too many of people who are doing pretty much every niche so is there a space for people like me or for another coaches or for another people in a certain niches to build their name is there this space for that 100% I mean I love the saying that a niche is never saturated but offers do get sat saturated uh, so if you provide one specific offer for a long period of time and other people join you and copy and paste the same thing, then that becomes saturated. But if you focus on a niche and you always try to get creative in it, there's always going to be someone who's willing to watch your content because 
there's so many aspects that go into why would someone watch your YouTube videos. That could be your personality. That could be them relating to your story. That could be the value that you provide and that they want to achieve the same results as you. Um, so as, as much as there's a lot of YouTube channels that you might think are in the same niche as you are right now, uh, there is a lot of people who are still wanting to watch more content. And if you just think about it yourself, if you're interested by a certain niche, uh, on YouTube, there's only a few channels that you keep watching over and over and you would love to watch more people, different people, other people in the same niche, but it's actually not possible because there's usually only so few in every single niche. Or some people just give up and not keep uploading content, so you don't really keep up with watching their videos um, longer. Yeah, so <clears throat> that is a good point. So what do you think is the main kind of challenge for people when they are running their own YouTube channel? So why they why they would give up or something? Because I've seen multiple people to start and after nothing really happened. So what would you think is will be the reasons to that? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of reasons that could go into it. But from my experience working with people um, on their YouTube channels, the main thing is the amount of work that it takes to um, keep the consistency going for YouTube. And as you might know, building a habit is very difficult unless, first of all, you have a really good and strong reason that you want to build a YouTube channel for. And that reason is what drives you every single day. So the end goal or the reason why you're doing YouTube should be really strong um, and relates to you that it makes you want to create videos. Now, the second thing is that sometimes, although you want to do YouTube, unfortunately, we only have 24 hours a day. So you, if, if you're a businessman or an entrepreneur and you're super busy every day, um, you're not going to be able to edit your videos and to learn about how to grow on YouTube and do all of those time-consuming tasks. And this is exactly where it comes um, outsourcing the work or hiring someone to take care of it. And usually there is people who either hire freelancers or hire agencies. And again, there's a big difference in that, in a way that hiring a freelancer, they're only um, specialized in one task. Let's say you hire a video editor for your channel. Um, they only really care about delivering the video to you and then that's the end goal for them. They get paid, that's it. The relationship is over there. Uh, sure, you can work with them long term, but still, they're not really interested in growing your YouTube channel. Same thing with a thumbnail designer and an SEO expert. But when we work with an agency, it's actually different. The goal of the agency is to help you grow on YouTube. So they use all of these aspects and basically make the best content quality-wise for you so that you can grow on YouTube and not just create content for you. Um, there's also obviously some reasons like people not being confident enough in their goals and once they post three or four videos they give up they don't see results and they give up so they don't really understand the importance of consistency and how maybe that fifth video could have gotten more views and then those more views would have led people to the other videos and then the sixth video would get more views so that aspect of consistency as well some people get discouraged by the results from the beginning uh, but I think it's very important to just understand how if you were to create your first three videos and go viral, 
everyone would do it, but most importantly, it wouldn't be fun as well because everyone would be able to go viral. And this is where it comes to actually building something for such a long time that you start seeing results uh, with time, obviously. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of thoughts just came to my mind. And uh, one of the things when you mentioned what are the reasons for people because uh, as i mentioned i i've seen so many youtube channels uh, because i know the people i just checked their social medias and one of them was youtube and there was three four videos and uh, and that's it they didn't continue there were no views and i feel like when people are focusing and they really want to get views right away so they kind of give up because it's you said like it's not as simple and if everything would go viral that everything would be viral and there would need to be something like a super virus because it'll be the same like no views, right? So uh, it would just get to the different level. So it wouldn't matter anyway. And um, I just wanted to share on my story when I started with YouTube because I'm doing YouTube for now, it'll be, I'm not sure, I think it's two years now in December. And uh, basically my only thing why I started wasn't because of the views, because I knew kind of it's difficult, I think, to do YouTube. But the, the main reason was to just get better with speaking in front of the camera. And that was all. So why not to practice and already building this habit to be uploading on YouTube. And my goal be, was be posting three videos a week and I was doing it for over a year. And, um, and I built that habit of posting and making those videos. And after I'm like, okay, I've built the habit of posting and doing the videos. Now it's the phase to become a better. So I was focusing more on my delivery and also starting working with a video editor. And before I started working with you, when you mentioned about the freelancer, so I had the video editor and, uh, and he was with me for a few months. Um, maybe, maybe almost a year actually. And, uh, and the thing is, he was very good with video editing. He was learning very fast and I really like his videos. But there was this one task, what you, not one, but you mentioned that he didn't understand anything regarding YouTube. So he knew how to edit videos and his main focus was to put everything into video editing. But regarding the YouTube, he wouldn't know. And that's basically what was a little bit slowing me down with the progress. And that's why basically I decided to swap with you when we, when we talked about, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very good point you bring up because usually people would think that once you learn video editing, you're going to be able to grow on YouTube, you're going to be able to grow on Instagram. But that's not really the point, because if you think about it, YouTube is simply a math game. Uh, you just need to know the basics of it, play with the numbers, and then you should be getting results. And there's all of these small aspects. I remember I mentioned these in during our first discovery call when we jumped on the call, is that there's these small aspects in every single video or thumbnail or SEO that makes a huge difference. For example, the intros, having an intro in your video and how that five seconds or 10 seconds in the video, everyone would skip that intro uh, where there's an animation or something like that simply because no one likes watching an animation for 10 minutes and they would rather just skip it. And that action of skipping the intro is actually harming your YouTube video because it signals to the algorithm that people are skipping this exact five to 10 seconds in every video, there might be something wrong with this video, so we're not gonna recommend it to more people. So there's all of these small details that go into actually growing on YouTube um, that not every video editor, editor will, will know. I was uh, listening recently someone and uh, 
yeah, actually not the someone, it's a, it's a big name in YouTube actually, it's a Brandon Bouchard and uh, he's having almost 1 million subscribers he's been doing for a long time, he's uh, doing like a self-development and helping people with marketing, with a lot of different things and I have bought his courses and I'm also coached by his uh, one of his coaches and um, he mentioned that there is he knows maybe 100 people who have more than 1 million subscribers on YouTube but they are not making any money because they don't know how to utilize their YouTube. Maybe they have a views, maybe they have a subscribers, but they don't know what to do with them, uh, apart of some money running ads on their channels, but they don't really know how to make money from that. So what it really helped me to understand, because it's not only about, you know, having a, uh, because I don't have many subscribers just yet, 350 subscribers, but it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality and what people will do with that. So I can just share from my experience. So I'm doing the YouTube for two years. And in those two years, a part of the last two months, I have nobody approached me from the YouTube. I had their yeah. um, different links. I was once I was giving people something over there for free, free book or something. But nothing really came from that. And uh, so since we started to work together, so it's two months now, I had two people book the call with me, which never happened in the past. And it's just working together with uh, two, two months. And someone can see, let's say, the YouTube channel, and it's like, ah, there is not many views. But it's not about the views. I mean, if I have a too good conversation with people and I can help them, help them to you know take their business to the next level, and they'll pay me as a coach, so it's a win-win situation. And I don't need to have a hundred thousands of views. I just need to get uh, clients who I can help, right? So, uh, so I think it's very important to not be always looking at views like some people are. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's a very very important point because, like you said, there is channels with hundreds of thousands of views but they're not really monetizing their channel. They're not really making a lot of money. And it always goes back to that notion of if you want to make $10,000 or $50,000, would you rather sell something that's $10,000 to five people or sell something that's $1 to 50,000 people? And this is where it comes again back to why do you want to do YouTube? Why do you want to start YouTube? Uh, and this is exactly why I work with people, right? Is to actually get them clients. It's not that, that they're paying for a video editor, but they're investing in their business the same way they're investing in ads and marketing and all of those operations. They're investing in getting clients. So paying $2,000 per month to get four clients, each one of them is four to $5,000 worth. That's a good investment. That also shows that there is... A huge value when it comes to having a small audience but a very high value audience that keeps watching your videos especially for your type of tickets because I know your tickets you're selling it at around five thousand dollars or it could even bring you clients for your property uh, business and having those people that are constantly watching your videos over and over and over and over one day they're gonna take action and book a call with you because this is exactly what happened with me and this is where I really understood um, how this whole game is actually applicable. Uh, for myself, when I was starting my YouTube agency, uh, I was basically doing everything I could. I was doing research online, how to fix all of these problems I was facing. I was also watching this guy on YouTube who was making these videos from time to time and I was watching him for around 10 months until I decided I saw a video of him with one of his past students and I was like, that's it. 
I need to book a call with this guy. I'm not losing anything. If I'm going to pay him $3,000 and he's going to help me in six months reach my goal of $10,000 per month, that's a good investment. It just makes sense for me, although I didn't have the money back then. So I did book that call and I've been following him for 10 months, but only after 10 months, I decided to take action. So that's why, again, that um, importance of consistency and posting content consistently and showing examples of your students and how you're actually helping them achieve results uh, is very valuable to that small community of yours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It takes time uh, for people to make a decision. People, they don't like to make decisions. It takes time. And uh, I have also a good example of what you mentioned. I have, uh, when I mentioned the Brandon Bouchard, so I was watching him on YouTube for a long time and I have ordered his book. It was back in 2020. It was sending a free book. So I, I bought it like just the shipping and handling from USA. So he sent it. I read the book and just this year, I've seen like some uh, kind of advertising from him because I follow him. You know, you can get this kind of bundle of course for $10, like nothing, you know, like you can get the, like, I don't know, three hours of videos. I'm like, oh, that's great. No brainer offer. So I decided to go for it, $10. I bought it. After I bought the full course for $1,000 and the next month I have hired uh, his coach for $8,000. But yeah. I was watching him for three years before I made this decision and made the commitment to do something big like that. And, uh, and sometimes people try, 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 and they are on this line like, oh, they're maybe so close to getting that client, but they give up too soon and nothing happens. And I can just share also from my perspective, like this year, for the first half year, I wasn't focusing on the coaching as much. I was focusing on another business, which didn't end up. And uh, so my attention went there. And after I was surprised, why I'm not signing more clients for my coaching business? I'm, you know, but I've, I've figured it out that actually I'm not putting as much effort as I did uh, in the previous year. And, um, yeah. and after I free up some of my time, so I uh, focused even more on that. And, and for first, I think eight months, I signed up only one client for my coaching, which wasn't where I would like to be. My goal was like one uh, a month, so I can sign around 12 clients a year. And basically in the month seven or eight, I think it was August, I still had only one client, a new one. And, uh, and now it's November, but I already have nine clients. So I kind of got all the rest of the clients in the past three months because I didn't give up on that line. And I didn't say, oh, it's not working. Let's move to something new. Um, and uh, yeah, and I believe like with being consistent on YouTube, it really helps. And I really like when somebody tells me like, oh, I watched your video last time or now more comments are starting and like they like it and it's insightful. And when uh, especially those podcasts is really good because you can share tips and, you know, what can help people. And I think they really enjoy it. So it's really good. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the beauty of actually being consistent with content is that there's no set specific rule. On average, it takes about six to seven hours of watching someone's content on YouTube before actually taking an action to buy a high ticket offer from them. But that's just an average, right? But there's no specific amount of time that someone needs to, to, to watch your content. And that's also the beauty of it because while you're sleeping, there's someone watching your videos at the, end of, at the other part of the world watching your videos you, there's trust being built between you and that person and you're not even doing it. It's like passively being built until 
one day they book a call with you and then you jump on that call and they're like yeah i watched this video this video and this video this is my business i'm struggling with this and then you close them and help them fix their problems so i really really like that part about youtube that you actually put one-time investments in each video and then that video will just keep working for you 24 hours seven days a week yeah yeah i was just um looking actually last week or this week i don't know into the analytics of the youtube and i've seen that from this this month compared to the last month we had like 20 hours more watched uh in the last 20 days and uh, if you imagine like you know, i mean i'm always impressed by those numbers because i look at my some of the videos and there's like not that many views some of them they don't even reach 100 views some of them reach more and after when you check all 20 days i i was like 65 hours watched i'm like what it's, just, it's like three days somebody's watching my videos it's, it's a, lot, a lot of days <laughs> you know yeah. it's people because it's spread up yeah no that that's very very important yeah so if yasin if uh, somebody for example thinking of starting youtube channel or maybe they started but now they are not getting anywhere really uh maybe you know not only with the views but maybe people are not clicking on their action call to action links what they want them to do or do what is it like some tips what you could share uh, which could help them to speed up uh, the process or something which you know which would really help them to you know get to the next level well the first thing is to always post consistently for at least three months i always tell my clients that don't expect any results until three months has passed by uh, for our service right three to six months and then you will see that consistent flow of leads because it does take three months of creating content um, and have it ready for people to watch it over and over and over. But consistency is the first part. If you're not being consistent, you shouldn't be asking the question of why am I not receiving results? Once you give 100% to consistency, then you have the right to actually ask that question. The second part is you should also review your offer, whether your offer is actually good, uh, whether that offer makes people want to click on that link and take action and book a call with you. So does that offer actually is, is it interesting for people? Uh, does it make them curious to know more about it? Does it help them solve a, a problem, essentially? Um, for example, one of my clients, they have this offer for the, for the discovery call that they invite people on YouTube. They're like, book a call with us for your six-figure roadmap. So we're going to create a six-figure roadmap for your business during this call. So if someone is watching that video and he's like, oh, okay, I'm not losing anything. I can jump on that call with them. They're going to help me uh, draft that six-figure roadmap. Then I would love to do that if I'm struggling to hit the six-figure um, target. So th those are two main things, consistency and then reviewing your offer. Although the offer should be the first thing, to be honest. The third thing should be making sure that the quality of your content is actually good. Now, it might look like your content is really, really good uh, because you're making it, because you're investing your time in it, obviously. But from the greater scope, is it actually performing well? Is it actually done correctly for it to perform well long term? Um, and this you can't answer by yourself, unfortunately. You would need to actually go to a professional who can give you a um, audit, for example, for your channel, or who can give you what things you, you should change in your channel that are not really good. Because uh, you can ask your friends, you can ask your family, you can ask yourself, but it's not really gonna be um, the truth about your YouTube channel. So I think these three main things 
are what one should focus on consistency, the offer, and the quality of the content for the specific platform. I can just only say that when, um, uh, just from the, I can always only share my story because I don't, uh, don't know other people, how they, their channels are performing. But with the consistency, I was very clear about that. So there was no problem for me. It was about speaking, getting better over there. Not, not a problem. You know, when you want me to shoot videos, you tell me to shoot, it's done, right? It's quick. <laughs> Not a problem. When it comes to uh, offer, I feel like, you know, uh, the offer is also there. So uh, this similar thing, strategy call to book with me so people can learn something and I can give them some tips and how they can scale up their business either in property or different fields. And when it comes to the last part, so this is the tricky part because I can only say as a business owner, it's, you know, you have only 24 hours a day and uh, we cannot be experts in everything. It's impossible. And I don't even want to be an expert in everything. I mean, I read the book, Rich Dad Poor Dad from Robert Kiyosaki when I was 19. And he always was saying in that book, you need to hire experts. You know, more you pay, more you will get. But it's very difficult when you are starting and you are basically no, don't have the money. Uh, incoming from the business and that's why obviously people are starting on their own but when there are some money starting to coming I feel like in order to grow the business even more it's important to invest this money so for example with me all the money pretty much what I made from my coaching business I'm investing back into the like into the YouTube editing marketing social media because I, I for me, it's not about making money from the coaching. It's about growing and, uh, you know, can I can help more people, bigger audience. And one of the things what I really liked about when we started working together, uh, one of the things was the professionality. When uh, you showed me everything, how it's going to be, you had all the systems in place, which I really liked, that everything is always on time. We are never late with the video. It's always edited, which I was struggling in the past. Um, and uh, another thing is, was like, even like this, this call we had like for one hour, I think, before we started to shoot in the video, I showed you my room and you helped me to set it up. And not only like lights, I had the call actually with a guy who was actually on the YouTube channel, Mr. M. Dongo. <laughs> and he, he, we were ch chatting and he was like, I really like your videos, your setup, you know, is it like a green screen or something? <laughs> I'm like, no, it is not the green screen. It's just the setup. It's the lights. And how did you do that? And I'm like, Yasin helped me with the setup and he helped me how to set up the camera, the settings in the camera, because I bought a decent camera, but I don't, I'm not a technician. I don't understand actually the setup. So I was shooting on the, you know, uh, the random one. And, um, and all those small things are super important, which myself, if I would should research those things and invest my time, it would take me hours in order to find the answers. But with you, you are like, yeah, we'll do this onboarding call. We'll discuss everything over there and let's do it. And I'm like, wow, that was amazing. You are click there, go to the second page, click there. I'm like, oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think um, something that I've learned in the past two years and I've really taken it seriously is to provide as much value as possible to my clients to the point to where I don't meet their expectations, but I exceed them. So I go beyond um, for every small detail. And this is mainly like, it's it's very popular with Alex Hormozzi, right? He's always like, give as much value as possible and then charge whatever you want because people appreciate that high quality stuff. Um, and this is exactly how I wanna grow my business. So I wanna grow it by giving all that attention to details, 
providing as much value as possible, making the journey of all of my clients and partners as smooth as possible so that everyone is clear on the process. Like even, for example, the contents calendar, that's not really something that's needed uh, for our partnership, but it's always good to have it there sitting somewhere so that one day you just decide you were like, oh, I just want to have an idea on what's going on with content in general for next month. And then you go to the Notion calendar and then you have a clear idea on when is each video going to be posted, what's the status and all of those stuff. So uh, I took it as a mission to actually provide value for every single aspect of the whole process to make it as smooth as possible. Um, and just going back to the main point that you mentioned earlier of how people that are actually starting a business are struggling with at the beginning funding the operations for example someone who's just starting a business is not going to be able to pay you two thousand dollars per month for youtube video editing um but even people who do have the money sometimes we don't work with them because i don't remember if i don't know if you remember but before i jump on any, with any prospective clients on a call for the first time I send them this uh, Calendly form basically to fill and I check out their YouTube channel and I see how consistent have they been with their YouTube channel. So even if they're making a lot of money and they're ready to actually invest, I know that once we sign them up and they're going to pay us for the first month, sure, or they pay three months, sure, and then they're not going to be consistent, that's going to break the flow and the strategy that I use and my team uses to actually get those results so if we don't get those uh, get those videos delivered to us on time um, the cycle is going to break we're not going to be able to be consistent with videos every single month and i took a look at your youtube channel and i was like wow this guy's consistency is crazy his his expertise is amazing but he needs to work on his thumbnails and videos and i was like okay i'm gonna reach out to him i'm gonna do an audit for him send it to him and then see how this goes um and so that was actually, that's one of the first things that I consider before working with someone is consistency and see whether they're actually serious, whether they understand the investment behind the YouTube channel. Um, yeah, so that's the, one of the first things. Yeah, no, it's, it's very important to choose your clients as well because I have the same uh, thing. When I started with the coaching, I was happy just to take anyone uh, because obviously I had like offer which was very low. I was just starting out, wanted to build some testimonials and wanted to help people. And I didn't know exactly how to do it uh, with who to take. So when somebody said, yes, I was super happy, but sometimes it wasn't the right people. And now I'm very specific when I have the call with them, I'm really trying to figure it out. Like, are you, and the main thing is, are you an action taker? <laughs> and if you are, you know, we can work together and I can find out from the conversation if they are or if they are not. And if they are, so, you know, I'll give them the chance to work with me. But if they are not, and if I see like, they've done a lot of things in the past, but they're not taking any action and they are not able to step out of the comfort zone. I don't want to work with them because it doesn't help them because they're not going to do it. It doesn't help me because, you know, I'm, if they're not going to have results, it's not going to help anything. And uh, I'm not going to be feeling good in any way because, you know, they'll pay me, but they're not going to get results. So it's pointless. So it's very important to even say no to people, even if they want to give you money, it's like, no, you know, you are not the right person. And it happened to me a few times in the past. And actually it's a good feeling when you can say no to people. It is, it really is. I had, I had a number of times people actually, uh, 
be like, what do you mean? No, like I'm ready to pay. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Because I had to give a refund to someone after I saw how um, their delivery and their operations once we started the contract was not what we agreed on and the consistency and all that. And I was like, hey, sorry, I'm just going to have to give you a refund. This is not going to work because you can pay me for three months, but it's not going to deliver the results you want. And I don't want to have a client that won't achieve those results um, to be one of my clients because it would hurt my reputation after all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, amazing. So that was very insightful, Yasin. I'm very happy. Also, I want to point out one more thing. I just had the baby and Yasin sent me teas from Japan. Thank you very much <laughs> for that. Uh, because I'll be asking for more teas before I'll come to Japan. <laughs> Unless you are planning to move somewhere else. Uh, just to wrap it up, uh, the last thing what I always ask to everybody, if there is someone who is, you know, starting their business, for example, I know you shared already a lot of tips regarding YouTube, uh, what, you know, they should be doing consistency and offer and the quality of the video editing. But let's say they want to start their own business and there are so many social media things which they can do. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. And so why would you tell them that it's good actually to be active on YouTube if they should be active on YouTube? Like why to use this social media platform as a source of passing the information and passing the knowledge to people and the value? Why, why this platform is so good? That's a good question. Well, I think YouTube is one of the most effective platforms when it comes to selling a service that's high ticket, mainly because people can watch a lot of your content there in a way that they're not only watching 30 seconds reels or 60 seconds short form videos. Because if you think about it, if someone needs to find a solution for their business uh, or a problem they're facing, they're most likely going to go to YouTube and type the problem they have because they expect at least a 10 minutes video that will explain it in details and how they can actually solve it and not go to Instagram and search uh, things like that. So that's why I think YouTube is very important. It's the number one information platform when it comes to video uh, content. Uh, the evergreen effects, your YouTube videos are always gonna be there for years and years. Uh, sometimes you search up some a topic and you find the first video at the top is a video that was created two years ago so that could be your video if it's created correctly optimized correctly it would be there for years and years and guess what you would still be getting those clients through youtube for years to come um, that's the second uh, reason the third reason is that you could post different types of content on youtube you're not really restricted so you have both the short form content there that you can uh, post in the form of shorts you can post podcast long form content you can post 10 minutes videos um, content there's different types of content that you can post on youtube so i get, i think youtube is a pretty good uh, platform to invest your time in to create good content there um, consistently and to, to target those customers mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So thank you very much, Yasin, for uh, being here today. And uh, it was a pleasure to have you. And also, if somebody would like to reach Yasin, he will be 
he'll be editing this video he'll be doing the description for this youtube so he will put the his link into the description if somebody would like to reach out to him and you might have some questions you are struggling with maybe with your youtube channel feel free to get in touch with him but be make sure you are consistent with your youtube videos otherwise i'm not sure if yasin has a time for you okay because he means this business seriously so if you are so go and check him out again thank you very much for watching guys